Welcome to the podcast series, Volunteering Champs of Broome. We're taking some time to sit down for a chat with some of our champion volunteers. We'll hear how volunteering has impacted on their lives and learn just how much they contribute to keeping our community happy. Our unsung heroes have plenty of knowledge to share, so sit down, tune in, and be inspired by our volunteering champs. Welcome back to part two of the Volunteer Champs of Broome podcast with Sarah Hennessy from the Broome Barracudas, continuing on from part one as we discover more about Sarah's volunteering journey. But it's still not over yet. So we still do engage, we still do things um, not as frequently as I would like, but it's like everything, you don't give up on it. You know, you still got a vision and still, um, the ladies, when we do put something on, they're still engaged and they'll still come along to whatever. So our next thing will be some knots and rigs. And I think now that the tourist season's starting to ease off a little bit and people have a bit more time, um, our next uh, session will be knots and rigs and we're gonna be getting ready for barra season and camping on the Fitzroy River. I know it sounds funny, but you will feel so empowered as a woman, and and we shouldn't be saying, why do we have to say this at this time? I, I don't know at this point in our, you know, human development, why women have to feel empowered just to do things, but it is really empowering. And even me now, when I take the vote out myself, which I do, I actually use our votes more than my other half does. <laughs> don't see I'm sporting a black eye from uh, the wind channel coming off oh, and hitting no. me in the face again um, from winching the boat in the other day, but it is, it's empowering when you get out there and you can do it yourself and you're not reliant on another person and you can just ask your girlfriend or a male or it doesn't matter. I'm 100% so proud of my 15 year old daughter now who has her skipper's ticket yeah, wow. and she took the boat out by herself with her friends the other day. Not that she can drive a car and I had to drop it down there <laughs> on the taxi service now. But for me, it's just like a proud mummy moment watching that evolution of young women not being put in a box. Um, I'm also extremely proud of, like I said, my daughter who volunteers. She's one of our junior coaches at the Barracudas and our other junior coaches that are stepping up and just watching them evolve as human beings and getting them into that volunteering and getting them into that club scene. That's when you make friends. And it's one of the things I tell people in the smaller towns when they come to a smaller town to live Room's getting quite big now, but especially when you go to the small lots like Derby or Fitzroy Crossing, if you're living in those smaller towns, 100% say yes to everything and be involved in everything and volunteer in an organisation because that's how you are going to connect with your community. That is how you're going to make your friends and get to know people. And if you don't, then you'll go to work and you'll come home. Yeah. You'll go to work and you come home. You might say good day to a few people. You might go to the odd barbecue. But if you want to live in a remote regional town, say yes, go to all community events and volunteer with something that you might like to do or have an interest in. And that's really good advice for yeah anyone thinking about volunteering. Um, and like you said before, for someone as busy as you, I think you live and breathe sport. Like there's not a gym in town that I don't see you at. You, you work at the BRAC, you do F45, Life and Soul. Like it's just, you know, time is a real big factor. Um, and probably quite possibly a huge barrier for a lot of people. How do you find the time? What makes you want to do the level of volunteering that you do now? I think, 
and I don't know, I think it's more of a personality thing. I'm actually really quite a socially inept person. I don't go out very much. I, um, not really into going to pubs and clubs or spending lots of money in restaurants and stuff like that. I would prefer to stay home and have a barbecue with friends. Um, my social life is the connection with people doing the things that we all love to do. So I, I have that connection with the people in the Barracudas. I have the connection with the people in the fishing clubs and they're special, they're like family. It's, it's a hard, I don't know, it's, you're connected because you have a similar interest. Um, it's like when I'm working at F45 or the gym, you know, I might be bouncing around encouraging you to work harder, Steph, and you know. Yes, I've had my fair share of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've got the same likes and passion. We like to keep fit. Um, we like to do it in a group setting. I mean, you could be at home sitting on your device doing a workout with nobody around you, do you think you don't, do you think you enjoy that as much? You're right, it's a very, um, again with volunteering too, it's a, it's a really good way to share passions with people and, and connect with your community I suppose. Yeah and it also gives purpose, you know, um, and it, volunteering on a committee might not be everybody's cup of tea, cup of tea, it's as serious as that, but what I can say to people is put your hand up when the committee, if you're, if you're having your big event or something, you know, don't be afraid to go, hey, I'll help, I can't be on the committee, you know, and it's hard. A lot of, um, I, I know my other half works away a lot and when my children were young, I've always wanted to be a volunteer firefighter or a volunteer SES person, I've always wanted that. But he was always away working and when you've got two or three year old or five year old, you can't just leave them unless you've got family or people to take them. You can't just get up and quickly go fight a fight. So I haven't been able to do that, but I've been able to get that same give back to the community by being part of a fishing club and empowering kids and running kids' fishing clinics. I mean, that's great. I used to love doing that, getting all the kids and watching them catch fish and the excitement and the skills and getting them off their technology and getting them out in the environment. And, um, and that's all important on a whole another level. And, it's also the people on the day. It's, you've got the, the coordinators and you've got those key people that will always be championing and running things, but it's the people that come in on the day. I need the person to turn the sausage. I need the person to take the tickets at the door. I need the people to sell raffle tickets. You know, I might be coordinating everything and pointing the finger and stuff, but it's all those little other jobs There's that no are really so important yeah. and that is volunteering as well. Yeah, there's it, no small, small job in volunteering, I don't think, ever. No, it's a cumulative effect and that's what people need. Don't be scared. Come forward and, you know, and, and sometimes I, that's why I, I like big committees. You know, and that's not everybody's cup of tea. They'll have a small committee. Um, but then that can also be hard to engage people then as well. So it's really also how you set your club up. So there's lots of baby steps. And what do you think your volunteering journey has taught you about yourself? What have you learned from, you know, all your years of volunteering? How to say no now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and you're right though, it can be so hard when you're volunteering and it's a small town, small organisation and yeah, it's very hard to say no. Um, it, yes, it is. So I've had to learn to say no. Realistically, I've ha I have had burnout. When I left Derby, 
I had my finger in so many different things. Not only did I teach most of fitness classes there, I was president of the fishing club, I also was um, a volunteer dance teacher and I'd be teaching dancing there as well and I was in community development as well for the Shire so I ran most of the events, that was my job. But yeah, fingers in too many pies and yes, when I got back to Broome, I was burnt out. And you don't want to be burnt out. So one of the things is learning to say no sometimes. Um, it is better to do less and do it well than take on too much and do it badly. Or, like I said, don't be on a committee, but say, hey, give me a job when I need it or come and see me. You know, if you need me to help, you ask me, but I'm not ready to be on the committee at the moment, but I'm your number one person, just ask me. Yeah. And I do that a lot now. If you need help, just ask me, come and say, can you do this, Sarah? And I'll probably say yes. Yep, that's fantastic. And you're right, it is, um especially with someone who's been as entrenched in, you know, the broom volunteering and Kimberley, as say, community, it's, um, yeah, really important to make sure you're looking after yourself and, and to not, not to burn out. Yeah, yes. it, it is. But the nice thing is when you do volunteer and you're involved with lots of different things in your community, you meet so many more great people. And it's so cool. Yeah. Like, I can't express how good it is to know so many people, even if it is just saying good day or acknowledging them on the way through. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I did just want to, I mean, I know you've sort of given us a few nuggets in there um, in terms of advice, but is there any one final piece of advice that you would have for anyone thinking about volunteering for, you know, any of the groups that you're involved in or just in general, if someone wants to volunteer, what one piece of golden advice would you give them? Actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually show up. Well, yeah, don't be scared. Don't be scared to volunteer and don't think you don't have enough time because you always find time um, if you prioritise. And just give, at, at the end of the day, it's giving what you can. It's the little bits that count. So, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know, just give it a crack because I think what you get back from volunteering um, is a hundredfold um, on what you give. So what you give, it comes back a hundredfold in so many different ways, so it's 100% worth it. Thank you very much for sharing your very inspiring story. I hope that, you know, we get a few more volunteers showing up to the Broom Barracudas or the Kimberley Women's Fishing Group. I'm sure that we will. I know for I will be, or yes. participating at least, learning yeah. how to Rick? Yep, when I get my poster done, <laughs> I, get, I pick a date and I stop procrastinating. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a really amazing experience just to hear all your volunteering journey. This podcast is a collaboration between Broom Circle, Shire of Broom and Galarian Media. We're better together. <laughs>